Hi, good evening. My name is Jay Rothman. I am the host of the show. Welcome to Real Men, Real Talk. Bye. Welcome back to the studio again. My name is Jay. I am the host of the show. I am excited to welcome into the studio tonight. We have Evis Love Heath, the man of the land from down under. He calls Australia home. Welcome, Ev. Thanks for having me, my brothers. Well, we have uh, Jeff Asano coming in from Nashville, Tennessee. Welcome to the show this evening, Jeff Asano. Greetings, everyone. And, of course, we have Mr. Josh Richer. He calls Southern California, Los Angeles area home. Welcome to the show tonight, gentlemen. We uh, we actually yeah. had we actually had tonight a little, uh, you know. Usually, Evis is one day ahead of us because he lives down under in Australia, and we always tease him about uh, he can tell us what's what's going to happen the next day because he's living in one day ahead of us. Well, this week when I scheduled tonight's podcast. I actually scheduled it one night ahead, in, I think, to honor honor <laughs> Evans's night. But it would mean that we wouldn't be coming until Friday in the U.S., and hence the delay. We had to go through some uh, – make some scheduling changes to show up here just a little bit late tonight. So, uh, th uh, viewers, thank you for joining us this evening. If you are coming in live with us, live streaming on Facebook, LinkedIn, or YouTube, uh, feel free to drop any comments um, or questions that you may have for us, we'll do our best to acknowledge as many as we can along the way. And if you should like or love something you hear, we invite you to tap your love button on your monitor to light us up this evening as we get ready to jump into From the Trance to the Abundance. I'm going to invite Evis Lovehees to, to kick us off this evening, warm us up, and um, Break it down for us. What is this topic all about? Topic episode number 93, as we are seven weeks from celebrating our 100th episode. I'm having, I'm having one, of those, one of those nights. I need to drink some, <laughs> I think some herbal cheese. Let's... Let, let, let me come in here for you, my brother. <laughs> but yeah, my <laughs> brothers and sisters, thanks for having me here in the land down under. And as always, from us brothers here on a Real Men Real Talk Live, we thank you from the bottom of our heart. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We're excited to jump on tonight's show. And look, on, on episode 93 uh, tonight, we're talking about from the trance to the abundance. We were actually talking through the green room through the week, and uh, it was a show that we s sort of dived in a little bit deep uh, last year at a stage. And I think it's really an important uh, topic that we keep uh, at times uh, throughout our journey, uh, bring to the surface into our awareness because... I was only saying to the fellas in the green room for the week, it would have only been up probably about to six, maybe 10 years ago that I really came across the term abundance. You know, through all of the challenges that were going on through my life, uh, as you know, many of us have shared on our show, uh, the brothers here with, uh, with the vulnerability we're shared, a lot of the falls and the challenges and obstacles I was going through I had to have a particular mindset to make sure that I st still saw opportunities out of some of those obstacles. Now, there was a book back in 1989, and there was one of the first times that really this term abundance came to the surface, which was written by Stephen Covey. And that particular book was called The Seven Habits of Successful People. And when I skimmed through that book back in the day, it, it I became aware of really what was on the opposite side of that abundance mindset. And it really was the lack or the scarcity, some people might know it as, or the scarcity mindset that really suggests that if I have something in this world, then that means that you have to lose, that there can't be more 
than two winners for any situation that someone has to be the earl, the loser. But when you switch into this abundance mindset, my brothers and sisters, you start to see that there's enough to go around for everyone. There's enough to have all these circumstances to be able to bring these relationships, to bring all those dreams, those desires, those wants, those needs, whatever it may be within to your world based on your particular state of mind, a particular state of being. So tonight on A Real Men Real Talk Live, I'm going to share a little bit to you, a little bit more about the science behind it. But I think what we need to dive in also is the bridge and bridging that gap of the spiritual component behind abundance. So I'm looking forward to diving in deep with my brothers tonight. And thanks for joining us once mm -hmm. again on here at Real Men Real Talk Live. Hey, hey, Ev, I want to take a moment here just to uh, just for a little bit of entertainment in this moment. And I'm going to show just a short snippet, a clip, and I'm going to invite <laughs> you to maybe just take a moment to just explain the meaning behind this one. Listen to me. You cannot pour from an empty cup. I said it slow because you don't seem to understand or listen to me. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is one of those uh, what characters, that mean, my little baby beard character, that inner child speaking <laughs> once again. And, um, you know, for me, you know, it talks about the energy exchange behind the abundance, you know, being able to reciprocal energy exchange. But if we don't, uh, we are able to fulfill our own cups, then how can we fulfill the cups of anyone else? So in that short snippet, Baby Beard's trying to give you a little bit of an example of what we're talking <laughs> about here tonight, of that equal exchange of receiving and giving. Mm. It's so good. I love it. <laughs> what do you reckon, Jeff Fonsano? Uh, <clears throat> um, yeah. Um, first, I think it's important for all of us to define abundance for ourselves. What is abundance? Um, and looking at it from that point of view, once you can define, like Ev said, when he started, he, he really didn't know what abundance was five to 10 years ago. He didn't even know what the term abundance was. So the first thing we have to do is, is define abundance for ourselves. And if you don't know what it is, find out what it is, because we all been, or may have been conditioned to think abundance is something that it's really not. Um, mm. what I loved in that video was Evis, uh, illustrating the empty cup. So our abundance is us. We are our abundance. It's about moving within once again, and really finding who you are, your value, your value of your talents and gifts. That's our abundance. Our abundance is us. Our, our abundance is our talents, gifts, and abilities. And that is what we have to see. And when we start to see that and value it, then our cup fills up. But it's about really defining for ourselves what abundance is. I've said this on the show many, many times. I used to eat, equate how much I have in my bank account to my abundance. Mm -hmm. And that simply isn't true. It's not true for me anymore. It might be true for you. And if that is, well, it's good. It might be, might help you to look at it. That's no longer true for me. My abundance is me. My abundance is who I am, what's in my heart space, who I am as a person, and valuing all of that. And then also my talents, gifts, and abilities. That's my abundance. And then we go from that full cup. And we bring that out into the world. So it's about first understanding that our abundance is not how much money we have in our bank account, how big our house is, how, how many beautiful uh, cars we have, uh, how many vacations we take, take each year to exotic lands. That's not abundance. And if you need to to define that for yourself. And it's really important to look at it. So 
for me, it's about, you know, everyone out there, define abundance for yourself. And then move from there. Beautiful. Love that. And it's a, uh, it's a subtle shift. Like it took me a lot of years to figure it out. It's not, mm-hmm. um, it's like a slight tweak that makes all the difference in the world from that wanting energy um, and that lack energy, like you're talking about, Jeff, to stepping into that having and that being connected with all. And that it's like a, it's like an access. It's just, you just have access to everything. And then you stop desiring it. You stop with that wanting energy and you stop keeping that at the forefront of your mind and you just drop into the present and just be. And then it comes to you. Yeah. You know, I think a great illustration of this is the story that Ev told us right before we went went on the air here. Um, it's a great little story that that illustrates what we're talking about. So well, right. well, this is a setup. This is a setup, yeah. Ev. <laughs> oh, I mean, it, the thing about it is when, when you just t- said it, I went, wow, that is that along yeah, with man. your your video and this little story that Ev is about to tell everyone out there really i think is a cool illustration of what what we're beginning with here and in really a cool little illustration of how the divine or whatever we talk about as that uh, bigger picture outside of ourselves is really giving us guidance down here if we can be open in an abundance mindset to see the signs Mm -hmm. and I got a beautiful sign yesterday, which I was just sharing with the brothers and in the sisters in the green room. Um, And it was a beautiful illustration when I was coming out of a cafe with a friend and we just finished having a tea and coffee. And um, I saw a a Mercedes Benz parked out the front of the, the cafe. But what really caught my eye was the sticker that was on the side of Mercedes Benz. And that sticker actually just said, freedom is within. And I saw the lady getting into the car with her baby. And uh, as she was uh, putting the baby into the back of the car, I said, oh, wow, I love the sticker on the side of your car. What's that mean to you? And she goes, oh, it's actually my business. I'm a life coach. I'm helping people all around the world now. I said, wow, that's amazing. How's that going for you? And she said, can't you tell? Pointing at her car. (laughs) So straight away, I didn't even have to say anything. Even my friend said to me, I mean, did you just hear what she just said? And it was a beautiful illustration of how many of us up until this point have really put the definition of abundance based on the accumulation of material or wealth that is external to ourselves. Yet we're contradicting ourselves with a sticker that says freedom is within. So I thought it was yeah, a great example. And I, I shared the stickers, uh, the photos to Jay, but unfortunately we couldn't share them tonight, my brothers and sisters. My question is, first off, putting a sticker on a Mercedes Benz. <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like judgment right there, Fasano. Are you yeah, judging her? <laughs> well, here, here's a question I have. What's the difference? Is there a difference between someone who's frugal? And or someone that lives in lack, are they are they mm-hmm. uh, are they uh, are they the same? Are they cousins? Are they siblings? Are they one and the same? Or are they different? It it I th- it, it just all comes down. It's so personal and subjective. Um, the four of us have talked about this constantly. What is enough for for you? What is enough for me? I had this conversation with a friend. A couple of weeks ago, he's a he's a life coach and he lives in a nice two bedroom apartment in Woodstock, New York. He goes, this is enough for me. I could mm-hmm. be here the rest of my life yep. where mm-hmm. I am. So if we come from a healthy place of, of, of what is abundance for us, abundance could mean I've got five amazing friends in my life. Abundance go. could mean. That, you know what, I've got two cats and two dogs. I have a car that runs. I live in a two-bedroom apartment. That's abundance for me 
because I'm doing what I love in the world and I'm giving and there's an equal balance of giving, receiving in my life, meaning there's a flow in my life. And that can mean be enough for me. And that's all I need. So that's and not, th- and that's I not think living it's in lack. Yeah. And I think it's important that you start diving in there. What you're talking about there is a sense of security. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if, if our growing up in our childhood may have been damaged or, uh, you know, uh, manipulated in a particular way where our sense of security uh, didn't feel safe, uh, mm-hmm. we didn't feel secure, um, then that really damages our self-value, our self-worth and self-esteem, which I feel really is a correlation in with abundance because I'm not, we're not on this show saying that financial abundance is a bad thing. And I want our brothers and sisters to understand that because when we have a look at money, money is simply neutral. It's how money is used. It's how money is moved. You know, I've got some very uh, wealthy friends that move their money. Money is a currency. It's an energy. So it's not really the money that is the problem, but it is the attachment to these things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We've got to ask ourselves, what are these attachments to these people, places, and things? Are we able to let go of them? Mm-hmm. Are we joyful and happiness without these particular things within our life? Mm-hmm. That's when we know if we're enough or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I like that. Go ahead, Josh. Go, go ahead, Jay. All right. Well, <laughs> I guess tag I'm it. All right. So I'm going to take a moment here just to, just to break it down from my perspective. Um, what, sta- what stands out to me in this moment is I had a, an opportunity to spend uh, just about five hours in a wilderness yesterday with this, with this very successful real estate um, investment um, man from New York. And it was interesting because he's in his mid to late 30s and he has accumulated a lot of financial wealth. And what he said to me was, he says, I the more I have accumulated, the more apartment buildings, and the majority of his business, I believe, is in Brooklyn, New York, one of the boroughs, not Manhattan. Um, and he says, the more I find financial success, the more I am, I feel like I'm living in lack or I feel like I'm becoming more guarded with my money. And how I spend it. He says that, and it's not, it doesn't feel like it's in a, in a, in a healthy way. He says, I, I'm becoming almost like guarded where I'm afraid to spend it. Even though I have more wealth than I probably can experience spending it in my lifetime. And how I can relate to that is I had a, I had a career of just shy of 40 years in corporate America and I had accumulated wealth. I did well for myself. I had success, but I was never living in abundance because I, for me at least my experience was that today I live a very simple life. My home is a tiny home. It's less than 800 square feet. People that walk in here, some say, where's all your stuff? Others, the last guest that stepped in here just last week asked us, where's the staircase to the second floor? Like, she couldn't comprehend that that we could live this way and be at peace. And for me, abundance is living in peace with what little I choose to have physically in my life today. I had, I had a lot of stuff before and deep within, I felt empty deep within. It was never enough deep within. I wasn't okay. And today for the first time in my life, I'm at peace with what I have. I'm at peace with the simplicity of my life. Abundance for me does not come from, from a financial transaction anymore. For me, abundance comes from, waking up in the morning and being grateful that mm-hmm. I'm healthy enough to walk. I'm grateful that I have both legs today. I'm grateful that not only can I walk 
but I can, I can rock scramble and I could hike and I could see things that I couldn't see when I was at ground level before and feeling like I was being buried while I was still alive in dark thoughts, in broken relationships, in feeling lonely and detached. Abundance also comes from having relationships that are much more intimate and I feel connected with people at what I refer to as a soul-to-soul level. To me, that is abundance. To me, what is, a, what is associated with abundance is living daily, choosing to see gratitude. For me, seeing, experiencing gratitude in my life is about not seeing the cup as half empty, but seeing that cup as full with abundance. And for me, what yeah. abundance is, the true definition of abundance is what I refer to as infinite possibilities infinite possibilities. Now, for me to embrace infinite possibilities, I can't embrace that if I'm living in my head. I can embrace it when I'm willing to live in the unknown and trusting that spirit or source or the divine or God or Jesus or whomever it is that you refer to as your higher power has a plan way better than one that I could map out on a piece of paper or computer screen. That, to me, is what abundance feels like today. What do you make of that, Josh, Richard? Yeah, so many beautiful things said. God, I could have splintered off about five different times during that day. Um, but I think you closed with something that's really, um, really important to talk about. And uh, it's that, I guess, I guess for me... Um, like last week with that job that popped up, right? Saying yes to that would feel like a choice of abundance. There would be money coming in. It would make me feel secure. Um, but it took, it was going to take away a lot of the things I've been loving these last few weeks and giving me a lot of joy. So I guess to break it down for me, uh, if we want to know that subtle difference, because saying yes to a job and money feels abundant but that's out of fear that was out of fear where my bank account is it's not thinking in infinite possibilities right it's taking the only thing i had at the moment and wanting to say yes to that and uh, so yeah jay the infinite possibility piece is a really big deal because our brains can only predict the, the try and try and predict the future based on what it has experienced so far it can't picture a brand new crazy, you know, meeting somebody on the sidewalk and talking about the dog and then that person, you know, connecting with them and offering you some job. Like your brain just doesn't think about that stuff because it, it hasn't happened to me um, and it probably isn't that common. So that infinite possibility piece is massive and that's a really big part. So we need to let go of and trust what it is, all of these possibilities that, that are out there that haven't happened to us yet. So that's one piece. We need to stay in that trust. The next piece is we need to raise our energy. As Ev said, energy is the currency. It's not money. It's energy. So me saying no to that job it immediately rose my end. I was back into what I was loving these last few weeks, following my joy. My energy is like super high. And when I leave the house, and in fact, you know what? <clears throat> Here's trust for you. I will promise you that within the next four weeks, there's going to be a move, some sort of a shift or a move in all the stuff I'm working on right now. Because, and I can say that fairly Certainly, because I'm raising my energy, I'm do following my joy, doing what I love, and I didn't stay in fear. I didn't take that job for the money. So the, the currency isn't money. The currency is our energy. The currency is trust. The currency is that infinite, all those infinite possibilities that I can't see yet. 
Love that, Josh. That's amazing right there. Now, now let me ask you this. Now, there's always this possibility. Just, just allow me to uh, indulge you here. There's always Let's a possibility it. that even though you set that intention, it may not happen in four weeks. Now, in, at the end of the 30 days or four weeks, if it hasn't happened yet, how do you then process that moment in the meantime? How do you, how do you um, interpret? What does that mean for you? But the, the thing is, it can show up in so many ways. Uh -huh. There's bound to be a gift or something that's going to happen in the next four weeks. As long as I'm not focused on only one outcome, because when we focus on only one outcome being our goal or our, then we are blind to all the other th amazing things that are happening in our life. That gratitude that you're talking about, Jay, waking up every day, air in our lungs, beautiful sunrises. I mean, there is infinite things of blessings around us and we lose sight when we're only focused on one outcome happening. And then that leaves us open for all sorts of dis disappointment because we're picking a really finite thing. If that one thing doesn't happen, I'm not going to feel abundant. I'm not going to feel happy. I'm not going to feel successful. And we're setting ourselves up for failure. I mean, I did it for <laughs> my entire 30s. I can tell you that. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Josh. You're you're the brain man, right? You you you've spent some time studying and researching about the the brain's relationship with the mind, body, and soul. If I may, mm -hmm. what role does the brain or play in pivoting from from living in lack to embracing abundance? What? How can what role does the brain play and or what role can we play in Shifting rewiring that. the brain or biohacking the brain or tell me more. And again, it's the brain loves that uh, to predict. And so it's basing it's, it's basic what it thinks our future is going to look like by everything it's known in the past. And so that already closes us down to any possibilities outside of what we've ever experienced. And if you want a new life, if you want new, new abundance, you want this abundant energy and you haven't had it in your past, your brain doesn't understand what that, how that's going to play out in your life, what that looks like, what that process is like. So you're blind to it. And that's where we're telling you um, these subtle differences on tonight's show um, like energy being your currency, like opening your mind to infinite possibilities. And then, yeah, uh, a tool, Jay, for quieting the mind is we can notice what our brain is doing and thinking and say, thank you. I appreciate you trying to keep me safe and keep me in the knowns, but I'm going to choose this instead. And that is the hack that I've written about in my book and the hack that's really important. It's called reframing. Um, catching our thoughts in a moment, uh, noticing them and choosing anew. And that's when we, that's when the fun starts. We get to take back control of our lives. We're not stuck with this automated machine that's going to keep us in everything we've known from the past and keep us basically in our past we then start to form anew yeah. and it's subtle and it's it's the tiniest thing ever noticing your thoughts and catching and and reframing into new ones but it is our ultimate power it All will change power. your life drastically it really really will and it's pretty amazing when you start noticing your thoughts especially if you have negative ones like i did in the time of my depression um it's it it's pretty dark place up there um if it's left unchecked and you're going through some tough situational things in life you've uh, jeff you've heard this you've heard this uh this statement i'm sure before abundance shows up when you stop looking for it what does that mean to you how do we explain that one no well, what josh just says to move out of out of our minds that, that programming and conditioning in our minds and moving to our heart space. Mm 
Yeah. Well, we, the key to it is to move out of our mind and into our heart because that's where our truth lies. That's where the infinite possibility is. When we're in our heart space, you know, our minds, when we're, when we're in our minds and the chatter continues, it's just the conditioning and the programming that we need to be in control of the outcome of everything and then we'll be safe and secure. If I know the outcome, then I will be safe and secure or I'll feel safe and secure. Our safety and security is us in our heart space. So if we once again begin to move within, discover who we are, honor and value and love who we are, then look at our talents, gifts and abilities and honor and value our talents, gifts and abilities. We are, we are, we are building abundance within ourselves. We can go into our hearts space and then direct our will for life outside of our ourselves through this abundance of us i know i'm repeating mm. myself but that's abundance abundance is who we are and then we're open to create a life based upon our fullness within ourselves when we know who we are honor and value who we are know our talents gifts and abilities honor honor and value those talents gifts and abilities and move into our heart space then we can move out on the pathway in the unknown and create the life that we want to create but the the key to it is it's unknown so it's up as us it's a, oh it's a, a it's for us to open up our heart to when opportunities and people and things come on our pathway, our heart is open and we can entertain all of those, uh, those people and possibilities on our life because we're moving from a place of fullness within ourselves. Beautiful. Ev, I want to, I want to invite you to uh, share your perspective. Uh, Lil J says, um, I'm going to paraphrase him. He's saying simple, not easy. Not so easy, he says. You need to work through your trauma or our trauma we have in order to enjoy who we are. What do you think of that, Ev? Yeah, man. I mean, it, it goes without saying. Like I said, you know, if we're not feeling secure, a lot of that is obviously coming back from a trauma that we may have experienced between those years of one to 10 years old. Um, so we do, we really need to be aware of some of those thoughts that we've been harboring, but also some of these uh, traumas, abuses that we may have gone through, which we've talked about in plenty of shows mm -hmm. that may be blocking from some of these manifestations from coming into our life. Right. Because when I think about tonight's show being about abundance, it really is the gateway to manifestation with ease and grace, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I was looking at a comment from um, our sister out there, Nancy Bingham. I don't know if you can get that up, Jay. But the sister mentioned um, a soul guide or friend of mine shared with me that if we give love and light through ourselves from the universe rather than from ourselves only, our cup won't be empty because we aren't losing anything from our cup and then have mm -hmm. more to give to ourselves and to others. We are allowing the love and light to move through us. And that's just a beautiful, beautiful example of not only what Baby Beard was talking about at the start of the show, but also <laughs> how, how when we actually embody our birthright of abundance and who we are and live yeah. through this love and light that she's talking about of your God self, your divine self, your source self, your universe self, whatever you want to call yourself, if you were made in the image of the above, then allow that to move through you. Allow that to move in you. And through that very light, you will start to see that emanate in your physical surroundings. So when we we're able to let go of some of those traumas, like I mentioned, that have been blocking some of this abundance within our lives, you'll start to see miracles. Some might say coincidences. But no, my brothers and sisters, this is synchronicities. Mm. Ye are creators, my brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. 
You know, Ev, um, when we like what the question I would want to ask her is what's in your cup? Mm. Mm. What's in your cup? Do you know what's in your cup? Yes, we can entertain multidimensional energies from the universe above, have that faith in the universe or God and all of that good stuff and move out into the world. But what's in your cup? Mm. You know, right. what's, what's, in, again, what's, in, what's in your cup? And again, you know, like she's, she, um, she mentions these rather than from ourselves only, which, you know, obviously from heart space is just another beautiful gift that we can learn of that equal receive and give. So mm -hmm. like you're saying there, Jeff, you know, are the waters in our cup, have they been toxic? Mm -hmm. Have those waters symbolically, emotions, been filled with trauma? Have they been filled with abuse, mm -hmm. my brothers and sisters? Yeah. That's where we have to do the work first to allow this abundance to come into our life. Well, when we move within and really release all of that, our traumas, our wounding, and we open up and raise our resonance and vibration. And then once again, honor value and know who we are. As Ev has always said, we don't need to chase after anything. All we need mm -hmm. to know is what we want, what brings us joy, what raises our resonance and vibration because through my talents, gifts and abilities, that's what I'm going to be giving to the world. Yeah. And then as we walk on that path at that resonance and vibration at a higher resonance of vibration, we are going to attract that into our lives. We are going to attract us into our lives. Mm -hmm. We are going to attract exactly what we need that will sustain and maintain us on the pathway in the unknown. We don't need to chase it. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's another thing. We don't have to prove ourselves that we're worthy because we just are. But we need to know this. We need to move through the wounding and the trauma and the conditioning and the programming to get to the root. And the root is our soul space and our heart space of who we are. And I want to huge... go ahead, Josh. Mm -hmm. I was going to say that's a huge point, and I lived most of my 20s and 30s battling in that space of trying to create but not having dealt with my I'm not enough, I'm not worthy. So if I created any of it, I gave it away. Right. I wasn't worthy. And I didn't physically give it away, but it, it fell through my fingers like sand. I couldn't hold on to it. It was this elusive, and I stayed in that space for 20 years. Mm. me too i hear you josh me too mm. i mean i i lived on that place you know just in the last short period of time i've really begun to embody who i am what i'm about my talents and gifts and really embody it not from an ego place from a place of gratitude that uh this is who i am this is what I'm really good at and, and love and enjoy. And it's worth something, not to mm. you. It's worth something to me. Mm. So I'm going to change it up. Right. I want to change it up right mm. here, right now, gentlemen. And I'm going to dive into a, I'm going to ask you a question that if you don't know, that's okay, but it's just, it's really more about our own perspective and experiences. What if you are a man or a woman and you are somewhat of an atheist. You don't have a relationship with a power outside of yourself. You don't have, let's say, much faith in, um, in a power greater than yourself. Is it possible, do you think, to embrace the true essence of abundance without having faith in your life? Who wants to yes. take a stab at this one? Mm -hmm. All right. I'll jump in because, you know, I don't um, I'll be honest with all of you. I don't know that I've shared this with you guys either. Um, certainly not in the green room and certainly not live in front of the world. Um, I don't know how I feel about a God, a singular God um, in that sense. And I talk about the universe um, in sort of in the sense that 
I'm an alive being with energy running through me, just as the trees outside have energy and all the things. And that's, to me, what I think of as the universe. It's this universe we live in, and we are all made up of the same atoms and the same things, and as the stars and that I see at night. And so for me, that connection to all things is sort of my religion, I guess, if you had to say. Um, and so, yes, I've navigated through this as well. Who do I trust when I surrender? What am I surrendering to? Um, I'm surrendering to the unknown. And I'm surrendering to... Um, how would I describe that? It's like... It's an unseen possibility. And as we do that more often and we're surprised when things show up, there becomes a trust in that. Um, and it's still subtle and our fears are way louder and way stronger than that little trusting voice, but um, it's a practice and you'll surprise yourself. And so I don't know, for me, I do believe in a, I mean, the universe, I connect to her. Um, but for somebody who has nothing, trust in the unknown, because that'll show up for you. Mm. It's, it's pretty cool. But your fears are going to try and knock you out. <laughs> they were real good doing that for me. Mm. I don't know. Thank you that for Jay. Yeah, no, I, I, I thank you. I want to just take a moment here just to honor you, man, because, you know, um, we, we, even the four of us really, this is the first time I'm hearing you actually, um, disclose your personal relationship with a power greater than yourself, which you have identified as trust in the universe. We, we haven't gone there. So this, this is what makes real men, real talk live. So beautiful is because sometimes we think we may know each other, right? But there are parts that we sometimes consciously and or unconsciously or subconsciously, we don't disclose or share until we're ready. Mm. And from my perspective, um, I'm, I'm just so grateful that, that we have this space where we can show up and even evolve and change and pivot and shift but ultimately, it, it, this show is about us showing up as authentic men, sharing our truths, even when we may not be aligned. And it, it doesn't mean that it makes one of us better or worse. No judgment here. Zero mm -hmm. judgment. This is about us honoring and respecting each other right where we're at in any given moment, when we're high or when we're low, when we're going through a dark night of the soul or we're just feeling and living in this space of trusting mm -hmm. and abundance. I do want to, before, before we hit the last segment of tonight's show, Ev, what do you make of that question I, I proposed and Josh uh, courageously mm. stepped into that sandbox, mm. if I may? Yeah, I think it's a great show in itself, Joe. I think it'd be a great topic. Sure. Um, look, it really comes down to like we'll start saying at the start of the show, what are some of these definitions to us, my mm -hmm. brothers and sisters? You know, what is that definition of the God or the universe or uh, Mother Nature? What are these definitions to you? Because then that allows you to define yourself and how you move mm -hmm. through this world. And I think when you ask the question, is it possible for this person, to, an atheist, to step into an abundant mindset, We've got to ask ourselves what abundance is. Mm -hmm. It really would come down to how that person defines themselves. You know, are, are they harboring all of this uh, self-esteem issues within their life? Do they have negative beliefs? Um, are they not looking after themselves? You know, there, there's so many different components and layers that we can go on because when we look at it on a deeper, deeper level, when we talk about self-worth, and being able to navigate through this uh, particular thing that we're calling life and abundance, then I think at a deeper level, we've got to understand that 
there is some sort of guidance working through us to allow us to be able to experience some of these things within our life. Mm -hmm. So to me, there's no such thing as good and bad. There's just good and bad. Mm. That's duality, my brothers and sisters. You see it in the yin and yang. You see it in all of the uh, particular symbols that are out here. And I think if we get to understand that what we've been really following, whether it's a DT up in the sky or whatever your belief is, that there's just neutrality. So it really is coming down to define some of these labels that we've grown up with. Mm -hmm. That's what I said at the beginning of the show. Define abundance for yourself. Yeah, the definitions, definitions, when we can define God, we can define abundance, we can define everything, that will show us exactly where we are within it all. There you go. Let me ask you guys this question here. Do you think, like, which comes first, the horse or the cart? Okay. So do you <laughs> think that abundance, embracing the true essence of abundance leads us to um, self-love? Or does self-love lead us to abundance? Uh, self-love leads, leads us to abundance. We... we we are, are our abundance. abundance. That's right. That's right, man. Yeah. Yeah. So what you're saying, uh, Fasano, if I may, <laughs> I could call you Fasano because, you know, we are we both grew up in New York, and that's how some of us men talk. You know, we go by hey. last name. Fasano. <laughs> hey, forget about it, you know? Uh, anyway, uh, I'll come back. to. I'm going to come back to Sedona, Arizona right now. Thank you so much. Namaste. <clears throat> um but all kidding aside, you know what? I think it's time. I think it's time that let's all dance right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna set us up for a dance. <laughs> yeah, man. That was hey, it, Ev, right? Ev, Ev, in that video, you just said in that video, people looking at it, unleash our intuitive gifts. Yep. Unleash our intuitive gifts. And superpowers. Now, we, now what mm. are our intuitive gifts? And the, the operative word there is intuitive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell me more, Fasano. What does that mean? Uh-uh. I'm leaving it there. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Another show. I'm asking a but lot of guys... questions tonight. <laughs> That's good. But That's how we Jeff learn, and man. Jeff and Ev, you just before the video was played, you touched on something that's really important. Um I think maybe another analogy of describing this subtle difference that we're talking about and tapping into this abundance is that um Maybe previously I thought of abundance as like me plugging into this giant energy factory and like I'm outside of it and I've got some long ass cable that I ran from my house and I'm like plugging it in the wall and I'm like, yes, I got it. You know, I'm the factory. There is no separation. The energy, it's what Jeff was talking about. It comes from within. There you go. So I'm not the house down the block. I'm not having to run, you know, 800 feet of electrical cord to patch into this thing. I'm the thing. And that's so how, you how do you plug into that, Josh? Because what you described was you being on set of Shark Tank. Oh. How do you plug in <laughs> to the tank within here? How, do you, how are you doing it today, man? How am I doing it today? Spending a whole lot less time here, right. as Jeff said. And a whole lot more time in here. And then following this, making decisions from here. And ultimately, that's raising my energy. And Ev, here's your favorite prop. It's changing my frequency. There you go. Because I'm the power station. There you go. Love hey, guys, can I share a quick story? 
really quick. Yeah, when two was, minutes. Well, yeah, when I was in Burma, um, we were in on the countryside and we were walking around. And here we are, all these Americans who are quote unquote financially abundant. And we have our definitions of abundance. And we're walking through uh, the countryside of these grass huts where people lived. And as we're walking along, I, I still remember my friend Carol and I, we were walking along. I had my camera out and I was shooting. And this woman came out and said, and were waving to us and wanted us to come in and feed us. She wanted to share with us some food in her hut. Now, she was coming from a place of abundance, sharing these American white people from it, to asking us to come into their grass hut mm. and eat. And we went in and we sat there. That's their abundance. In a third world country, she was showing us her abundance by offering us to come in and eat there. Meanwhile, the two of us and the group we we in, we're, geez, we're living in Manhattan paying gobs of money a month for rent. And she was asking us to come in her grass hut and have breakfast. Mm. If that doesn't shift your mindset of what abundance is and open your heart, I don't know what will. Mm, beautiful. Well, I'll share another quick story with you guys. Um, I, I think it's possible, even if you consider yourself an atheist, to have somewhat of a, an awakening. And the type of awakening I'm referring to is one when you may get a diagnosis, a terminal diagnosis of sorts. In that moment, when you face mortality, maybe for the first time in your life, for some it may take two or three times, if you're lucky, if you're mm. given that second or third time. But I can tell you, when I unknowingly was hours from death. I didn't have God in my life. I didn't have a power greater than myself in my life. But I have, I have witnessed uh, some people in my life recently that have faced mortality. And when I'm able to see a shift in an individual or individuals that may not have a relationship with God, but for the first time, maybe in their life, know that no amount of money in the world may save their life. And in that moment, the littlest things that may not have brought them joy in the past all of a sudden open them up because they realize how fragile life is. They realize how vulnerable they are. And to be able to experience as an observer individuals that overnight pivot into the littlest things that bring them joy and excitement and feelings of gratitude mm. and feelings of just being willing to be vulnerable to me is abundance. And I believe that's what they may be experiencing is going shifting from any internal feelings or emotional thoughts around lack to the abundance is about a renewal, a renewal 
a rebirthing of self. That for me was my own spiritual journey of coming home, of going from having created wealth, living in lack, to being willing to step away from it all so I could experience a true essence of abundance. You see, in that moment, the person I just described was who I was. And each day, I live in abundance. And sometimes I'm dancing physically, and sometimes I'm dancing emotionally. Oh, but I'm dancing today. It, 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 is, it is beyond the most beautiful gift that we can experience in life. When we finally understand the essence of what life is meant to be, of how to live, how to laugh, how to learn, and how to love. That to me is what abundance is. Josh, I'm going to invite you to close us out tonight. Okay. I'm going to toss it to Ev. You know, I'm going to not deflect. I just can't wait to hear what Ev has to say. I'm... Oh, man, I don't know if I can uh, back that up. But, yeah, brother, uh, it's absolutely beautiful. I think... Um, you know, how I guess I'd like to, you know, even try and just be able to piggyback with what you're talking about there, Jay. My personal experience growing up as a young follower, you know, like I grew around parents that really did have a scarcity, a scarcity, poverty, lack mindset. And, um, you know, it, it still does come up within my life, but I'm aware of it, my brothers and sisters. Mm. Mm. I'm aware of those thoughts and I'm aware of those patterns and behaviors. And I ask myself, are they mine? Is that feeling, is that thought of lack really mine? Or was it something that I learned? Was it something that I observed? Was it something that was programmed with inside of me? You know, when I let it all go five years ago, my brothers and sisters, when I've talked about this on previous shows, when I stepped out in nature, I knew what abundance was. I simply closed my eyes. I went into meditation and I cleared any signs or any thoughts of lack of scarcity or the scarcity that was within my mind. And through that very breath, through the very sounds, through the very senses, that connect us to the environment. If you just take that little piece of silence within your life each day and cultivate that very abundance, you'll see it all around you. So my thing is for you, my brothers and sisters, you are the abundance. What you're looking for is looking for you. So on that note, my brothers and sisters, send them much love. Mm. Beautiful. Ed. I'm going to invite us just to um, just have a moment of just quiet, calm, and let it drop in at your heart space. I do believe that living in lack is a choice today. I also believe that inviting abundance into your life begins when we understand that we have something called a superpower. And a superpower is not knowledge. Knowledge is just power. The superpower is having the courage to, to take action to say, not here, not now, no more, not today, no mas. Instead, 
That's lack right there. Instead, we say, yes, 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 infinite possibilities. It's time to show up. It's time to grow up. It's time to step out and begin this dance into abundance. And with that, I love you guys. Peace and blessings. Let's put a pretty bow in the show and call it a wrap. Do some self-care. Thank you, viewers, for joining us this evening on Real Men, Real Talk Live.